0: Stuck on our home. Hi, I'm Peggy and I'm Dave. Happy Wednesday. It is Wednesday my dude.
1: You got there. I know. Hi, how are you?
0: It's been it has been a long hard fight to get to Wednesday.
1: (laughs) Oof, I know the feeling. I know the feeling.
0: Yeah, it's been a long week. So yeah. Yeah, how are you doing?
1: I'm fine. It's been a long day. I started. uh, I started my first meeting today at 6:30 Eastern time.
0: Okay, it's your meeting with the uh, Sweden people.
1: Well, this one was. This one included people from Sweden and Australia, and I think the Netherlands as well and Iceland. Okay. So we had there's you know a 17 hour time difference between us and Australia. Um, Okay. The really funny thing was yeah and then and then everyone in europe's kind of in the middle so that was the way we managed through it is very early in the morning my time very late in the evening um australia time but the funny thing about this is my first meeting of the day included my friend from australia so he was sort of at the end of his day
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then at the end of my day i had another meeting with him one-on-one and it was the following morning for him <laughs> so he'd gone to sleep Okay. Woken up, gone to the office in the amount of time it had taken me to start my day and work all the way through it.
0: Okay. Either a very short night for him or a very long day for you.
1: More of the, well, probably a little bit of both, but more more of the latter.
0: Wow. All right. It's kind of cool, though. I mean, dealing with so many people across continents. How's COVID affecting them?
1: Very much the same way as us, except they are doing a better job of controlling it in most of those countries. So they're all, they've all had a second wave, and it's, it's had a significant impact on all of those countries. But you're not seeing anything like what we're seeing here in the U.S. The U.S. is just kind of in its own category
0: yeah. right now. Is Caroline still going to school?
1: No, Caroline opted out of um, out of in-person classes about probably three weeks ago now and with every passing day it seems to be a smarter and smarter decision because we're getting alerts now essentially every day that someone in the district has tested positive and um you know whether the school you know they're doing contact tracing and either the school will or will not be open the next day i think there's only been maybe one or two days in the last since thanksgiving where we have not had someone in the district at some level. Either teacher or student report uh, report a positive COVID case.
0: Wow, scary stuff. Not
1: great. Yeah, Not great. It's
0: scary. It um, you know, I I mentioned that it's been a long few days. I think that that I you know I kind of waff and wane on on how I'm dealing with everything. I I really try to just kind of roll with it and. My, my mantra really is the kids will only think that they're missing out on anything if I make a big deal about it, right? So if I just, we're doing this and we're doing this and yay, then they'll roll with it and that's what they'll remember. But every once in a while, it just, I feel like it piles on me and I become overwhelmed by it all. And that has been this week. I just, everything feels like it's just come crashing down. and. I'm tired of COVID. I'm tired of hearing about the election. I'm tired of not being able to go to a store. I'm tired of not being alone. I'm tired of pee all over my bathroom floor. I'm tired of a piece of paper that's been on my floor since October. I'm just tired of all of it.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, this is, this is as we've talked about, the last time this happened was 100 years ago. There's no yeah. There's no corollary for anybody really who's highly functional today about this and so we're all in uncharted territory Um, and
0: every it just every once in a while it just feels really overwhelming and my issue lately has been dealing with frustration and anger at people who i like and i had really respected like just going to the mall without masks and hey look at us at hershey park and look at us you know at disney world and it's just like I just, I, Dave, I've become so angry about it that I don't like what it does to me.
1: I think that's understandable. I mean, I also think that you come at it from a particular perspective. You've got a child who's immunocompromised. And so the seriousness of this, uh, I, I think anyone, I think most people, a lot of people, let me say it this way, a lot of people recognize that this is serious. But if you're living with somebody who's at risk, or you are yourself at risk, right? Um, there is a whole different level of concern and um, fear. Other, other, well, and and an expectation or a hope that people will be somewhat other centered in their view. It's just like let's all be good neighbors to each other, right? Exactly. Um, I was talking to somebody today, and I, I think the phrase I used was. Can we just, you know, can we just wear a mask so that we don't accidentally kill each other? Because that's kind of what it comes down to. And it, it to me, that's the issue. It's not about any of the politicized issues around this. It's just about regardless of whether or not I think that it's likely that I've been exposed or that someone else has been exposed, let's all just be kind to each other and thoughtful. And the way we express that is we put on masks to minimize the risk that we all hurt each other. Accidentally, because very few people are actually going around trying to spread the virus. Right. Um, right. People don't want to get it. There's just this fatigue around it. Um, with that being said, I think that being angry at people who are you know, acting in ways that are not reflective of that sentiment is completely normal. And... Um,
0: I don't like how it makes me feel. I don't like, I don't like how I've been feeling at all this. I'm just frustrated, you know, it's cookie season, right? I mean, this is a season that typically I'm in the kitchen with the boys baking and then, you know, Scott takes them to work and gives them to his students and coworkers and yeah, I've got a literal crap ton of cookies on my kitchen counter and nobody to give them to.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I've got to stop baking, and that that to me is holidays. So, I mean, I have one neighbor that I keep giving them to, but I mean, I'm pretty sure she doesn't need any more cookies now, because it's just her.
1: Yeah, the first 800 have worn her out on cookies.
0: Exactly. So, and, you know, we took them to the fire station, but I found out that they don't even want them because of the risk. Right. So, it's like, I've got to stop doing that. And it's just, it makes me so sad i just i feel sad and i'm trying to not show that to my kids i'm just feeling sad and overwhelmed so you know it's a podcast so it'll become my therapy session so you can help me
1: well look i'm not gonna i would never tell anybody don't feel what you're legitimately feeling i think it's important that you feel it i'm the guy who's always solutionizing as a psychologist would say i'm the one who's always just saying well here's the solution Um, even when people aren't asking for it. And I won't offer a solution here. Um, I think you and I sit on, this is one of those areas, right? We're just temperamentally, we're a bit different. And when I get confronted with stuff like this, and really since the beginning of this, I have taken, I've viewed this almost as some sort of strange challenge. It reminds me actually very much of what my mindset was after my accident. And it's probably the first thing since then that I've really felt like that, where it's like we've got this sort of nebulous, unknown thing in front of us. And my attitude when I was confronted with that was, "Tell me what I have to, what I have to do, and I will do it. I will figure out a way through this." Mm-hmm. And my life has—I mean, I just acknowledged to uh, to somebody yesterday, I was like. I haven't been out of my house. I mean, I've been on my property, but I've right. not been off my property in over a week right now. And I don't even think about it anymore. Like, I'm not sitting there going, boy, I wish I was out in the car and driving and doing this. Right. I have just closed, Yeah, you know, I've circled the wagons basically. And mm-hmm. it's like, this is what we have to do and I'll do it. And if I just keep putting my head down and focusing on the stuff that I can control, then I... At the end of it all, I will come out the other side. Right. Um, you know, I, that's not a better way to respond because I think there's probably a lot of denial and, and other things built into that. But it's um, all of these things are at different. You know, they're all appropriate reactions. It just depends kind of what do you need to function and to be able to mentally stay balanced. And I think blowing off steam and being frustrated is one way to do that. For me, it's it's about really putting on blinkers, you know, blinders mm-hmm. on each side of my eyes and saying, this is it. I'm just going to walk down this road as long as they tell me to walk down this road. And at some point, I'll get to a rest station.
0: All right. I need to do that because I'm not liking this Peggy. So...
1: Oh, I think it's also important to uh, acknowledge the reasons you feel that way and to say that they're legitimate and to um, not hate the people who are doing it. The people who are doing it, again, their priorities may be completely different and seem misguided to right. us. But, you know, wh- why are they doing what they're doing? They're doing it because they want to be able to do something with their family or they they feel like they're at their own breaking point And so that's the release. We can debate whether or not that's the right way to release. But it's not directed specifically at you, at me, or at anybody, and I right? I
0: personalize it. I absolutely personalize it. And that's where I need to, to stop. So, but I'll get there. Tomorrow's another day.
1: It is. I'm
0: going to wake is, up tomorrow, and... and my goal tomorrow is to not make any of my, any of my kids cry. So, <laughs> we'll see. That's
1: Today good. Set the bar low.
0: <laughs> was not a resounding success. <laughs> but tomorrow we don't have circle time anymore, which is good because today in circle time, his teacher, Timmy's teacher, he's in kindergarten, decided to teach the kids through a video that she found online, how to draw the Grinch.
1: Oh, how'd that go? Yeah, uh,
0: to quote my little Timmy,
1: it was quote some Grinchy bullshit right there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So he's not, a what? what why that reaction? Because actually, that objectively does not sound terrible to me. There are many uh, other things that this teacher has done that I have said to yeah. you that makes no sense to me. This one kind of does.
0: It, it actually is really complicated to draw the Grinch. Okay. And it was about a 25-minute video, which for a bunch oh. of kindergartners on Zoom is a really long time.
1: Yeah. They would and have been the, better off trying to teach them to, like, draw Bart Simpson in three minutes.
0: Or, you know, let's make a snowman scene or something other than the Grinch. Because, I mean, you make his nose wrong the very first time and your whole thing is just messed up. So, but, you know, as soon as he said that, then, of course, the little girl, Timmy said a bad word. But then another boy said, I'm not doing this anymore. And apparently threw his crowns across the room. So I felt redeemed that we were not the only ones.
1: Yes, he was just, he was the, again, the id for the broader class.
0: Yes, yes. But it, that, that lesson just, I mean, it was first thing in the morning. It was, you know, not o'clock. It
1: started your day perfectly. It
0: did. It like brought me to my knees. I was like, <laughs> I wanted to pull my hair out with watching him. And he was really trying for like the first 10 minutes. And then he just didn't care. He totally just didn't care anymore he knew that what he had you know might be green but it was not the i don't know what he drew but it was not the grinch <laughs>
1: <laughs> well it was an ambitious uh try and one that probably was entirely misplaced
0: yes it, it older older kids perhaps but definitely so
1: she could have just but, told you all, print out a picture of the grinch and color it green
0: Exactly, exactly. Or you wanna draw snowmen or let's put together anything, but it's fine.
1: Snowmen are good, no coloring required, just black and white.
0: Exactly. And sometimes an orange nose, yeah. Yeah. So but that kind of started my day and it just kind of spiraled downhill very, very quickly from there. So just but I said I feel like I'm on edge to begin with. So I really I'm trying to I need to find another outlet because usually I bake. I can't do that right now. So I'll figure it out.
1: Read. Find some good, find a book you can lose yourself in and fall asleep to.
0: Yeah, I have not read a book in a really long time.
1: I am in the middle of war and peace right now, which I've never read before. I think I've mentioned this many many weeks ago and it will be many many more weeks before I am done because it's you know over a thousand pages right. long. It's it's a beast. But the chapters are incredibly short. So every night I go upstairs and I'll read like three or four chapters in half an hour. And you feel like you're making real progress and it's just bite-sized enough that it's like I get I can relax and wind down. Mm-hmm. And and then I fall asleep and it is a kind of interesting story. So, um, I don't know. Everyone knows who knows me knows that I love reading, but if you are capable of losing yourself in a book and I am very capable of doing that. It's been a
0: long time, but I, yes, but I have not had that feeling in a very long time. Yeah, I've not allowed myself kind of the luxury of sitting still long enough to read and escape in a book. That's what I need to do.
1: It's. If you're looking for recommendations, let me know. I can I can give you a thousand different ones, ranging from classic literature to modern stuff, fiction, nonfiction. It's all there's so much out there, and uh, right. it is it is a great way to shift your brain into a different place.
0: I like that. I think I'll do that. I think I'll do cool. that. Cool. Good call, Dave. All right. See so you. Hey. Fix me.
1: I see solutionized.
0: There you go. All right. <laughs> do you have a joke?
1: I don't. I don't have a joke. I'm sorry. I, I, like I said, I was up at 545 for 630 minutes. I sent
0: memes. you a few, and, and you have not liked any of mine.
1: Um, yeah, because they're terrible.
0: What do you call a kid who doesn't believe in Santa?
1: Um, <laughs> this is uh, kind of cute. He is a... Um, <laughs> I don't know.
0: A rebel without a clause. <laughs> It's just
1: yeah, I do. Thanks. What You're else? You're hard. What else do you have?
0: I thought that was cute. Hang it on. doesn't make
1: sense. If you don't believe in Santa, that doesn't make you a rebel.
0: <laughs> why did Why did Why did Mrs. Claus want to divorce Santa?
1: I don't know why.
0: Because he refused to let go of his hose. <laughs> All right, I'm going out on that one.
1: <laughs> As always, the jokes are better because of your reaction than the jokes themselves. I thought
0: that was clever. All
1: right. <laughs> Have a good night.
0: You too. Bye.
1: Bye. We're stuck in our